This episode is brought to you by IVP. Have you ever wondered what it takes to write a book and get published? I'm Helen Lee, the executive producer of the Get in the Word with Truth Table podcast. Keep listening to find out more about the writing journeys of authors of color. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth Table. Your word is truth, your word is life. Presented by Innervar City Press. Your word is truth, your word is life. A daily audio Bible podcast read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Genesis chapter 25 through chapter 26, verse 35. The death of Abraham. Abraham had taken another wife named Keturah. She bore him Zimran, Jokshan, Medan, Midian, Ishbak, and Shua. Jokshan became the father of Sheba and Dedan. The descendants of Dedan were the Asherites, the Letishites, and the Leamites. The sons of Median were Epoth, Epher, Hanak, Abida, and Elda. All these were descendants of Keturah. Everything he owned, Abraham left to his son Isaac. But while he was still alive, Abraham gave gifts to the sons of his concubines and sent them off to the east, away from his son Isaac. Abraham lived a total of 175 years. Then Abraham breathed his last and died at a good old age, an old man who had lived a full life. He joined his ancestors. His sons Isaac and Ishmael buried him in the cave of Machpelah, near Mamre in the field of Ephron, the son of Zohar, the Hittite. This was the field Abraham had purchased from the sons of Heth. There Abraham was buried by his wife, Sarah. After Abraham's death, God blessed his son, Isaac. Isaac lived near Beer Lehay Roy, the sons of Ishmael. This is the account of Abraham's son, Ishmael, whom Hagar, the Egyptian, Sarah's servant, bore to Abraham. These are the names of Ishmael's sons, by their names according to their records. Nebaioth, Ishmael's firstborn, Kedar, Abdil, Mibsam, Mishma, Duma, Masa, Hadad, Tima, Jetor, Nafish, and Kadima. These are the sons of Ishmael, 
and these are their names by their settlements and their camps. Twelve princes, according to their clans. Ishmael lived a total of 137 years. He breathed his last and died. Then he joined his ancestors. His descendants settled from Havilah to Shore, which runs next to Egypt all the way to Ashur. They settled away from all their relatives. Jacob and Esau. This is the account of Isaac, the son of Abraham. Abraham became the father of Isaac. And when Isaac was 40 years old, he married Rebekah, the daughter of Bethuel the Armean, from Paran Aram, and the sister of Laban the Armean. Isaac prayed to the Lord on behalf of his wife because she was childless. The Lord answered his prayer, and his wife Rebekah became pregnant. But the children struggled inside her, and she said, Why is this happening to me? So she asked the Lord, And the Lord said to her, Two nations are in your womb, and two peoples will be separated from within you. One people will be stronger than the other, and the older will serve the younger. When the time came for Rebekah to give birth, there were twins in her womb. The first came out reddish all over, like a hairy garment, so they named him Esau. When his brother came out with his hand clutching Esau's heel, they named him Jacob. Isaac was 60 years old when they were born. When the boys grew up, Esau became a skilled hunter, a man of the open fields. But Jacob was an even-tempered man, living in tents. Isaac loved Esau because he had a taste for fresh game. But Rebekah loved Jacob. Now Jacob cooked some stew, and when Esau came in from the open fields, he was famished. So Esau said to Jacob, Feed me some of the red stuff, yes, this red stuff, because I'm starving. This is why he was also called Edom. But Jacob replied, First, sell me your birthright. Look, said Esau, I'm about to die. What use is the birthright to me? But Jacob answered, Swear an oath to me now. So Esau swore an oath to him and sold his birthright to Jacob. Then Jacob gave Esau some bread and lentil stew. Esau ate and drank, then got up and went out. So Esau despised his birthright. Isaac and Abimelech There was a famine in the land subsequent to the earlier famine that occurred in the days of Abraham. Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines at Gerer. The Lord appeared to Isaac and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Settle down in the land that I will point out to you. Stay in this land. Then I will be with you and will bless you. For I will give all these lands to you and to your descendants. And I will fulfill the solemn promise I made to your father, Abraham. I will multiply your descendants so they will be as numerous as the stars in the sky. And I will give them all these lands. All the nations of the earth will pronounce blessings on one another using the name of your descendants. All this will come to pass because Abraham obeyed me and kept my charge, my commandments, my statues, and my laws. 
So Isaac settled in Gerar. When the men of that place asked him about his wife, he replied, She's my sister. He was afraid to say, She is my wife. For he thought to himself, The men of this place will kill me to get Rebekah, because she is very beautiful. After Isaac had been there a long time, Abimelech, king of the Philistines, happened to look out a window and observed Isaac caressing his wife, Rebekah. So Abimelech summoned Isaac and said, She is really your wife. Why did you say she is my sister? Isaac replied, Because I thought someone might kill me to get her. Then Abimelech exclaimed, What in the world have you done to us? One of the men nearly took your wife to bed, and you would have brought guilt on us. So Abimelech commanded all the people, Whoever touches this man or his wife will surely be put to death. When Isaac planted in the land, he reaped in the same year a hundred times what he had sown, because the Lord blessed him. The man became wealthy. His influence continued to grow until he became very prominent. He had so many sheep and cattle and such a great household of servants that the Philistines became jealous of him. So the Philistines took dirt and filled up all the wells that his father's servants had dug back in the days of his father Abraham. Then Abimelech said to Isaac, Leave us and go elsewhere, for you have become much more powerful than we are. So Isaac left there and settled in the Gerer Valley. Isaac reopened the wells that had been dug back in the days of his father Abraham, for the Philistines had stopped them up after Abraham died. Isaac gave these wells the same names his father had given them. When Isaac's servants dug in the valley and discovered a well with fresh flowing water there, the herdsmen of Gerer quarreled with Isaac's herdsmen, saying, The water belongs to us. So Isaac named the well Asek, because they argued with him about it. His servants dug another well, but they quarreled over it too. So Isaac named it Sitna. Then he moved away from there and dug another well. They did not quarrel over it. So Isaac named it Rehoboth, saying, For now the Lord has made room for us, and we will prosper in the land. From there Isaac went out to Beersheba. The Lord appeared to him that night and said, I am the God of your father Abraham. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will bless you and multiply your descendants for the sake of my servant Abraham. Then Isaac built an altar there and worshipped the Lord. He pitched his tent there, and his servants dug a well. Now Abimelech, who had come to him from Gerar, along with Ahuza, his friend, and Phicol, the commander of his army, Isaac asked them, Why have you come to me? You hate me and sent me away from you. They replied, We could plainly see that the Lord is with you. So we decided there should be a pact between us, between us and you. Allow us to make a treaty with you, so that you will not do us any harm, just as we have not harmed you, but have always treated you well before sending you away, in peace. Now you are blessed by the Lord. So Isaac held a feast for them, and they celebrated. Early in the morning, the men made a treaty with each other. 
Isaac sent them off, they separated on good terms. That day, Isaac's servants came and told him about the well they had dug. We found water, they reported, so he called it Shebath. That is why the name of the city has been Beersheba to this day. When Esau was 40 years old, he married Judith, the daughter of Beeri the Hittite, as well as Basemoth, the daughter of Elon the Hittite. They caused Isaac and Rebekah great anxiety. First Chronicles chapter 1, verses 28 through 34. The sons of Abraham, Isaac and Ishmael. These were their descendants, Ishmael's descendants. Ishmael's firstborn son was Neboath. The others were Kedar, Adbeel, Mibsam, Mishma, Duma, Massa, Hadad, Tima, Jetor, Naphish, and Kadima. These were the sons of Ishmael, Keturah's descendants. The sons to whom Keturah, Abraham's concubine, gave birth, Zimran, Jokshan, Medan, Midian, Ishbak, Shua. The sons of Jokshan, Sheba and Dedan. The sons of Midian, Ephoth, Epher, Hanak, Abida, and Elda. All these were the sons of Keturah. Isaac's descendants. Abraham was the father of Isaac. The sons of Isaac, Esau and Israel. New Testament reading. Luke chapter 1. Verses 57 through 80. Now the time came for Elizabeth to have her baby, and she gave birth to a son. Her neighbors and relatives heard that the Lord had shown great mercy to her, and they rejoiced with her. On the eighth day, they came to circumcise the child, and they wanted to name him Zechariah after his father. But his mother replied, No. He must be named John. They said to her, But none of your relatives bear this name. So they made signs to the baby's father, inquiring what he wanted to name his son. He asked for a writing tablet and wrote, His name is John. And they were all amazed. Immediately, Zachariah's mouth was opened and his tongue released, and he spoke, Blessing God. All their neighbors were filled with fear, and throughout the entire hill country of Judea, all these things were talked about. All who heard these things kept them in their hearts, saying, What then will this child be? For the Lord's hand was indeed with him. Zechariah's Praise and Prediction Then his father Zechariah was filled with the Holy Spirit and prophesied, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel because he has come to help and has redeemed his people. For he has raised up a horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spoke through the mouth of his holy prophets from long ago, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all who hate us. He has done this to show mercy to our ancestors and to remember his holy covenant.
the oath that he swore to our ancestor Abraham. This oath grants that we, being rescued from the hand of our enemies, may serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness, before him for as long as we live. And you, child, will be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his ways, to give his people knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins. Because of our God's tender mercy, the dawn will break upon us from on high to give light to those who sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet in the way of peace. And the child kept growing and becoming strong in spirit, and he was in the wilderness until the day he was revealed to Israel. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Gracious God, the one who created this amazing narrative to bring about our redemption. We're reminded that through all of these generations and layers of this story of how interconnected it is and There are times and moments where we can get lost on words and names and places and trying to put it all together. But one thing is true for us, O God, that all of these things work together to bring to us redemption and not temporary redemption, but eternal redemption. We thank you for your masterful, gracious, and intentional hand throughout history, weaving this narrative together, wrapping us into it. And we entrust ourselves to you today for the remainder of our story. Thank you, O God, for being the curator of our story. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. In the Every Voice Now podcast, you'll hear about the challenges and the triumphs of IVP authors of color who make it through the gauntlet of getting published. Season 3 features authors such as Bishop Claude Alexander, Sheila Wise Rowe, Jay Kim, Glenn Packiam, and many more. Visit everyvoicenow.com or listen wherever you get your podcasts. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag Get in the Word and hashtag Truth's Table. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee.